0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's always love when, you know, training camp preseason where they're like, it's a few weeks. I'm like, a few weeks from when? Like, because none of us care about this. Yeah. As excited as I am that football's back and we have football to talk about, none of this matters. Like September 10th is when the season begins. Yeah. Is it a few weeks from then? Because right now, like, Joe Burrow's still the favorite f- to win MVP. That's what I was going
1: into because Joe Burrow, being the favorite, clearly they don't feel like he needs a training camp. He's been in the league long enough where you go, all right, you don't need a full training camp to be on page with your guys. Joe Burrow, and kid, this has changed a little bit during the offseason without anything really happening. And I'm surprised Joe Burrow having this injury. Hasn't changed his his MVP status. It's plus six hundred Joe Burrow. It's Patrick Mahomes at second. Patrick Mahomes at second plus six fifty. Josh Allen third plus seven fifty. What do you think about this?
0: I I mean, need to see Burrow. That's it. Seems like an odd favorite, and it, it seems like we're not we're being told it's not that big a deal. Probably be ready, but it's a guy with major knee injury before calf strain. Okay, if it's just a calf strain, that's one thing. If it's a little lower, mm. if it's getting down into that Achilles like suddenly, okay, he's working out, he feels like he's coming back and oh, no, season I I'm surprised he's the favorite given what has happened over the last couple of days. I think that's my biggest takeaway right now from the MVP market is really still who are you betting? <sighs> Still hard to get away from Mahomes. It's uh, we've we've talked about it how many times. Like Mahomes should be the favorite. It's kind of uh, continues to be surprising to me that Burrow, especially after the injury, is uh has shorter odds than than Mahomes. But might look a little further down the board. Might might be into some, yeah, you know, maybe some Aaron Rodgers. Oh, <laughs> just to throw that out, sixteen just, to one. You just think Aaron th- Rodgers? I'm just getting some vibes from the Jets right now, like. I don't know. I I do think they could have that that really special season, but it's there's so many guys ranked above him. Like when you think about the quarterback rankings, he's just not there anymore. But maybe if you take a long shot, but it's just it's Mahomes. Sean Payton doesn't like it.
1: Yeah, that's Sean Payton. But again, Pat, I told you, I'm I'm picking Pat to win MVP, and I'm picking Pat to win the Super Bowl every year for the rest of his career. Uh, It's not a dumb bet, basically. You know, it's like. (laughs) Again, I think he's going. I think he's that nice, where it'd be like, all right, if he wins it five out of twenty, I would have made more than enough money, right? If I put a hundred dollars 20 times, I'm gonna make well over that if I hit twice. If so, I'm picking Pat Mahomes, but the other guy would put a little flyer on is Justin Herbert at nine to one. Justin Herbert had all types of wide receiver injuries last year. Couldn't have a healthy wide receiver throughout the entire thing. You remember at the end of the season. Coach, stupidly, Staley he had his wide receiver. Who was that? Mike? Was it Mike Williams? He had at the end. Was yes, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Put him you, out there when he was. Yeah. What are you doing, right? And so, if he has healthy wide receivers, and even with that, Joe Herbert has a, had a statistically amazing season. So, if we're talking about sleepers, if we're talking about guys who, again, I don't think they're going to win the division because of obviously who's in the division. But I think if he went, if they win eleven games, twelve games. And he, he can potentially have a, hey, I threw for five 5,000 yards. I threw for 48 touchdowns. I threw for nine interceptions. And people get voter fatigue with Patrick Mahomes, right? Sometimes just like, oh, you're so good. It's the LeBron effect. It's the Michael yeah. Jordan effect. it's I believe Giannis has that effect now. Oh, you're so good that if you do, if you're just you, we ain't going to vote for you. And just you is the best player. Yeah. But Josh Allen, he may have a turnover-heavy season again. If that's the case, you're not giving it to him. And if Joe Burrow slowed with this calf issue situation, then Justin Herbert, to me, is somebody who will end up having monster numbers regardless.
0: We talked about this maybe some last week. And Herbert, I just think, if he's not considered the best quarterback in his division, like if they're not the number one seed, then did he do enough to win it, even with the huge numbers? I look at... Trevor Lawrence at 16 and just think, you know, you can kind of put them down division winner. With the division they're in, elevated, like their win total, say they win, four, uh, they're probably, you know, okay, let's call them a 10-11 win team, but they end up winning 14 because they sweep the division, they win a couple tight ones, they take a step from last year. Mm-hmm. And it's not as if this is a come-out-of-nowhere guy. It's Trevor Lawrence, who we were told best prospect since Andrew Luck at the time, you yeah. know, and it's Doug Peterson, year two with a quarterback. We've he's done seen, it before. We've seen Carson Wentz. If Carson doesn't get hurt, <laughs> yeah. he wins MVP. It, that he's year. the runaway MVP if he doesn't tear his tear his ACL in LA at the end of that year. Okay. So, I kind of I think I like Trevor better at sixteen than Herbert at nine. Okay, just because of that division, their potential record. The obstacles in their way that might not be in the jags way okay so we both like patty but if we had a sleeper you pick trevor i pick
1: justin herbert let's go to defensive player of the year you have micah as the favorite at plus 650 miles garrett plus 700 tj watt plus 750 and the defending individual nick bosa 11 to 1 nick bosa not at camp wants a new contract wants a new fat contract he's going to play the season. They're going to get it done. Nick Bosa is there, everything, <laughs> right? He's, so the they're, defense they're, is built around it. Yeah. Yeah. And de- those guys get paid. So I have no doubt that he's actually going to play, but again, hard as hell to win defensive player in back to back years. They got a new defensive coordinator. So, you know, maybe there's a little bit of adjustment there. So I don't know if Nick Bosa comes out and has the big start, like he had last season or the big middle of the season that he last had last season, TJ Watt winning a couple years ago and having 27 and a half sacks. Who would you like there?
0: Man, I'm looking a little bit down the board no. and I see uh see Quinn and Williams. You know, Twelve sacks last year, and it's just if he really does have that, and I made the comparison to uh I made the comparison to the Rams, the twenty twenty one Rams do, earlier in the show. Do you have a Jets jersey? I do not. You're just out right now. No, that's I You sure you're an Eagle fan? I, I just I think I like what the Jets are putting together there. And, you know, you see a 25 year old guy has 12 sacks at the D tackle position. Mm-hmm. That tells me he's got a little bit of that Aaron Donald pos- uh, potential. And if that's the case, if there's going to be this spotlight on the Jets that we think is going to be there all year and they could maybe potentially challenge for a really tough division, it's going to be on the back of that defense. Now, problem being, Sauce Gardner is already considered like maybe the best corner in the league. Mm-hmm. So those two could potentially cannibalize each other in terms of DPOY voting. But if they're already not throwing it sauce, it's hard to believe he has the interception numbers to win a defensive player. Like you Mm. have to get eight, nine plus interceptions to be really in consideration. Unless you like you get four and they all go back for touchdowns. Sure. Maybe. But if he can build on that 12 sack season, Quentin Williams, 16, I think he's at, I don't hate it. I'm going Michael
1: Parsons. I'm going chalk, and am going the favorite. This may be, again...
0: 25, like, Quinny Williams
1: is at. Excuse me. Yeah. 25 to 1. Little little, uh, little, Penn State love. Again, I went to Penn State for undergrad. Plus 650. Uh, he's a favorite. Michael Parsons, again, first two seasons, he had 13 sacks and then 13 and a half sacks. Last year, he was adjusting to learning how to be double-team. The first year, he came on like a wrecking ball. People didn't know what to do. Last year, he had to deal with doubles and chips the entire game. Double-chip, double-chip, double-chip. Back-to-back-to-back. So he had to do that, and he still figured it out enough to get 13 and a half sacks. He did. He's going to say, okay, I went through a year of that. I figured that out. Now I know what I need to do. I studied the tape the entire season. I know how to beat those. And and the defense is going to do more creative things and make sure I can get in one-on-one situations.
0: And you're hoping with the improved secondary, he's got a little bit more time to – maybe he gets some of them coverage sacks. that So many of his sacks are just he won. You know, he won. If it's a second effort, chase down, maybe he gets up to 16. It's a possibility. I just, I think he's so good that he's better than his numbers. And it is a numbers award, you know? Like, he could have 13 again and be the best defensive player in the league. It's just every offense is... Don't let him wreck the game. Like, what is what What's what? can, what can go right for us? What can go wrong? Or what can go wrong is Micah Parsons just ruins our offensive attack. Yeah. Like, it's just dead dead on arrival. How do we prevent that? But he's LT to me. And, and, he and, and could get, be. Dak played 12 games last year,
1: missed five games. If Dak has a full season, and all of a sudden they're getting scoring on the other end, and, and teams, teams have, have to, to, to throw. pass more, yeah. and can't throttle it down, and Micah gets a... a, a Put his foot in the ground and go. Again, even last year when he was learning how to deal with doubles and learning the position. Again, he didn't play the
0: position since no, high they school. They drafted him as an off-ball yeah, linebacker since high school. Suddenly, he's the best pass rusher. Yes.
1: So if they say to themselves, "All right, go, big dog, go," and and they're and and Dak has, stays the entire time. Again, that can go up to 20, in my opinion. And, and, and if it if, even if it goes up to 17 to 18, with all the other things he does, running down running backs, running down tight ends, running down wide receivers, getting fumble recoveries, if, if any guy can pick it up and score for a touchdown, it's him. I think it's the Micah effect. So, again, maybe a little Penn State bias,
0: but Are, to me mike uh, Micah's awesome, absolutely. Are you surprised by the difference in odds between Micah at 650 and Nick Bosa at eleven, like that's a little bit of a surprise to me that he's not maybe co-favorite.
1: That's true, but again, it's back-to-back years that you would have to do it. Uh, Nick Bosa again is absolutely tremendous. A little bit, a little bit of this is him holding out and not playing, like holding out of camp and being like, ah, I may not go. So a little bit of because again, Nick Bosa was higher than this uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, but now it's like ah. Uh, not playing in camp, how long is he out, et cetera, et cetera. I, again, as soon as he reports, I guarantee that number jumps up higher.
0: Like Sauce and Nick Bosa are both at 11, and that's surprising to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I, I, it is a little bit of surprising to me, but either way, I'm but, still uh, on man, Micah. Uh, Nick Bosa at 11, kind of. And, and, and Miles and TJ can't do it to me because their defense and won't be good enough. Like, if, 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 if Nick and, and Micah are on 12-win teams— Miles and TJ got to be yeah. 10, 11, 12. it got to be close. And you got to be – and normally they, they say, oh, well, we, did you have a top five defense also with that? Yeah. like They're going to pick the guy with the top five defense and the crazy stats.
0: No, you can't be Jason Babbin. just – yeah, he had 19 sacks and none of them mattered. Yeah. The team stunk. Defense yeah. stunk. <laughs> like It can't be that. It needs to be both.
1: Yeah. So that's what I'm going with. Let's move on to – let's move on to offensive – Rookie of the Year, which is funny because I saw a videotape of B. John Robinson <laughs> and catching one-handed passes out of the backfield. Somebody Philadelphia was campaigning for, went bad, won it badly. AP Offensive Rookie of the Year is B. John Robinson at plus 250. Bryce Young plus 450. Anthony Richardson plus 700. Uh, CJ Stroud also in there at plus
0: 850. What do you think? It's hard to go away from one of the quarterbacks. Like, just... If a quarterback plays every game and is pretty good, he typically gets it. Mm-hmm. Bijan looks good, like, and I know it's. We we talked about this a little last week. The potential for being in a, a playing time platoon, mm-hmm. where you know they do have they do have Tyler Algier, they do have a really good tight end. We'll see how much he actually touches the ball. And me yeah. personally, if I was building towards the future. I would take the Derrick Henry approach where we don't kill the guy that we just drafted highly. (laughs) We're going to lean on somebody else, and then when we're good in a year or two, yeah, then it's the Bijan show because I didn't take this guy for four years when we're not going to be good for two. Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe he's that exception to the rule. He's going to be good for ten years. Probably not, though, because running backs usually aren't. So I I don't want to burn him out as a rookie if I'm the coach, but there's that expression we always have on this show. The assumption of logical coaching. Coaches aren't worried about the future because they're they, they can be fired now. in they a year. They can be fired in a year. They can be fired in eight games. Like mm-hmm. it could always go the other way for you. But man, if I'm in that front office, I'm like, no, 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 no. The offense isn't run through Bijan, but damn, he looks good.
1: Yeah, I'm it's pick- hard
0: not to go with Bryce Young right now.
1: Yeah, I'm picking Bryce. I know y'all like, oh, Sean, that's the second in a row. That's really just chalky, right? Like, then mo- most of these were chalky, but. Bryce Young's going to start from day one in a division that's winnable, right? Like, I know yeah. the division stinks. Nobody's that good in the division that's winnable. If he, you know, he's going to probably put up the numbers, right? Like, he may have 20 interceptions, but, you know, 25 TDs, 20 interceptions, a couple running touchdowns, and your team was one game away from going to the playoffs. That will be enough to get you offensive rookie, offensive rookie of the year. Like, that's, that can get you there. So,
0: again, I, I like – again, it's
1: chalky. I like
0: Bryce Young. Bryce seems like the best bet on the board to me. <laughs> do, do, do you like C.J. Stroud at all? I know you're out on Anthony Richardson. He's probably not going to play no, much. I don't think he's going to play. I'm out on C.J. Stroud. Stroud. I think the
1: Texans stink, and I think he's going to have an incredibly rough time. I think the Carolina Panthers have some things in the place to at least be competitive in a bad division. I, I don't like Stroud whatsoever. Not because of him, because – Texans. His, his, yeah, know, have always in been the freaking Texans.